ladies and gentlemen, we are back out here. It is Jump to Get the Podcast. If you don't know by now, I am your host, Michael Allen, and I'm back on this thing with my brothers all family. Zoff, talk to them. The Bucks suck! We definitely editing that part out. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We got a show coming up. Tampa Bay, my ass. <laughs> Keep it locked, y'all. Haters on deck. All right, y'all. So we're back out of here, and it was a busy, busy sports weekend here. We got a lot of good action to talk about. A lot of upsets this week on the NFL front and the college front. Upset games and upset fans. Yes. We got trade rumors. uh, Trade rumors for one good quarterback for one sorry quarterback. So we got that going. Uh, We got Heat basketball. NBA is back in effect. Still trying to sort through who the good teams are and who the bad teams are. So we're going to get into it. So let's start off with the NFL first and foremost. We're going to do a, let's call it a state of Miami report. So the Dolphins played this weekend, in case y'all didn't know. And, of course, they lost. Tua's daddy, Josh Allen, had another good game (laughs) against the Dolphins. They beat them 26-11 to here. And, obviously, Buffalo is kind of taking control of that division now. And the Dolphins are kind of sinking, sinking lower, lower, and lower. So, with that going on, obviously, for lack of a better term, the trade rumors are only heating up. Um, the Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins for tour rumors are intensifying. The trade deadline's coming up, like, ASAP. Um, there was actually a rumor that the deal was almost done earlier this week, but for some reason it fell through. So, it's only getting it's only heating up. The more the team's losing, the more the team, it, the more the, the rumors are about Deshaun coming to the Dolphins are heating up. I got to ask Soft, you know, he's been sad for most of the season having to watch Tua play. Soft, what's up, man? Y'all getting Tua or y'all not? We already got Tua. It's getting rid of him. That's the question. And excuse I me, excuse me, excuse me. Are y'all getting Deshaun or you're not? I, I'm hoping so, man. You know where I've been standing on that for a very long time, man. I've been ready to rock with Deshaun. I want to get him back. I want to play him right now. He, as long as I know him, he hasn't been on the commissioner's exempt list. So let's go. Let's get rolling. Let's get him some snaps. I'm over the tank for Tua experiment. The process did not work out. He's not the guy. Uh, I've been feeling a lot better lately watching Justin Herbert suck it up. Just as it's been, <laughs> just as it's been great to watch Tom throw interceptions left and right. It's been. It was a great weekend for me, man. It was a very good weekend for me. No matter how much shade you try to throw on us right now, us Dolphin fans are smiling from ear to ear. There's nothing we like more than a Tom Brady loss, whether it's in the Super Bowl or divisional playoff round. Or even just a regular season game to a garbage quarterback and his garbage backup. Or actually the garbage backup's garbage backup. I think we're third string deep right there. But no, man, we're definitely getting to Sean. I'm excited for it. Let's trade whatever we got to trade to get him going. I don't care what draft picks we have in the future. I don't care how long we have to pay him and he don't play. I'll just be happy to see him in a uniform. Maybe run into him at Prime 112. Man, Deshaun, come holler at your boy. Appetizers on me, baby. You know, they say misery loves company. I, I feel like that is the embodiment of what love is feeling right now. Oh, there's no He's misery over miserable. here. I just told you. I've been over here having a great day. It's been a good weekend. Listen, I will say this. If y'all do get Deshaun. When do we get Deshaun? Take, taking the prime 112. Do not let that boy go on Groupon and book no massages. Oh, 
Wow. Don't let them put the massages on Groupon. Keep the showing off Groupon. That's man. crazy. Leave the massage there. Let me ask you a question. Alone. Let me ask you a question. Of those 22 allegations, how many of those women are from Miami? Oh, I have no idea. I'm, Probably, I'm sure. I mean, I say at least one. case. I'm sure it's one. Because Miami, always, there's always a Miami connection to a national story involving foolishness. Always. Look it up, man. The Miami girls know what time it is now. I'm telling you. Look it up. Always a Miami connection, man. Look it up. And, and, it's, and it's not to make light of the situation. The reality of it is, is that, you know, these are just accusations right now. And most of them, as far as I know, are civil. And I've always mm-hmm. had a pretty particular stance on when, you know, civil cases come. I, I just don't feel like civil cases get brought on poor guys. So, you know, I, I've always felt like it's kind of interesting when it seems like there's criminal activity that goes on, but most of the cases that are brought about are civil. And I know people are going to try and say, well, it's easier to prove civil, but I don't know, man. It always just seems like these rich guys get, uh, get you know, attacked for their money more than anything else. If, if he did it, I honestly, and I truly believe this, even as a Miami Dolphins fan, if what the allegations are, you know, if the allegations are true, then at the end of the day, you know, I think that whatever has to happen through the legal system has to happen. I mean, Michael Vick had to serve his time. I know I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, whatever the case may be, it may be. But even if it's a two, three year stink, I'll wait for it, man. I'm 30 years old and I've been waiting my whole life for a Dolphins win and a Dolphins uh, playoff win and Hell, even a, a franchise quarterback that I could be proud of. And speaking of franchise quarterbacks that I could be proud of, Derrick Henry, you're my dog. I love you to death. But watching Ryan Tannehill have to play the rest of the season without you is the shit. <laughs> man, what a time to be alive. Woo! Oh, yes, man. sir. We definitely got to get yes, to that Yes, sir. One. What a great day. What a great weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. What a great weekend. Bucks suck. Prayers up for Derrick Henry, first off. Hopefully yes, sir. Prayers up. But we, we love watching greatness, and when greatness gets hurt, we all love to see that. But getting back to these Dolphins, man, I think you share the same sentiments as that owner of yours, Stephen Ross, who's 80-something years old and is getting impatient, which is why he's ready to pull the trigger on Tua and, and get Deshaun Watson. The main holdup to that trade is obviously, well, not, not just the civil cases, but what the league is going to do if and when they do decide to play him. Because, you know, the league has their whole personal conduct policy for the players. So from what I've been reading with ESPN and around Twitter from all the sports analysts and sports reporters is that the league is not guaranteeing that they're not going to suspend Deshaun for X amount of games going forward. So with that in mind, that's a big holdup for any team, specifically the Dolphins, who seem to be like the only team trying to trade for him, is that you get him. And you don't know if he's going to be able to play or not this season or next season or whatever it may be. So you run that risk at this point. But at the same time, it's like you got nothing going right now. Like you said, you got, we talked about this earlier. You guys traded your uh, first round pick to Philadelphia and they, that pick is probably going to be at this point a top five pick. <laughs> you got San Francisco's pick. So you probably going to have like a mid first round pick at this point, but that's not, it's going to be hard to get an impact player at that spot unless you really know what you're doing and y'all don't seem to know what y'all doing at this point. So y'all in a tough spot, man. Y'all in a tough spot in terms of trying to bring this thing back. Are you still on the, are you still a fan of the head coach, Florida? Do you want to keep him? Do you want to go with somebody else? 
No, I absolutely want to keep him. I feel like this is a quarterback-driven league no matter what, and we just don't have a quarterback. We haven't had a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he had Ryan Fitzpatrick, he was a genius, and now we shipped Ryan out. He got hurt, so I guess that ended up being what it is. And, um, you know, we've been suffering through Tua, who also got hurt. And, hey, man, it's it's like they say, hurt in college, hurt in the pros. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, shout out to that boy Zion, man. I've been seeing them pictures and seeing how they going after you on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that, man. Don't even worry about that, player. Don't even worry about that. You good, fam. Hey, man. Just, just, just go on ahead and ride out that last year. You know what I'm saying? Do not get that extension, okay? Go on ahead and get up out of New Orleans. I know a team... They could use a big like you. Uh, yeah, you definitely getting big, man. That New Orleans food been treating them right, man. I'm trying to tell you, if you want to eat clean and eat healthy, sounds like you might need a South Beach diet. Shoot, man. I don't say that. You come down here eating pastelitos and stuff, man. That's a, that's a whole <laughs> down there. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Where, where is Zion originally from? Do you know? South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. So, you know, even even South Carolina, while it may be hot, that Florida heat, it's impossible to be 300 pounds down here unless you're trying to. I guess so. that's why we have so much uh, offensive line issues. And boys can't keep the weight up. <laughs> it's impossible. You know, Pat Riley ain't having that. Boy. I'm telling you. I Pat Riley get his hands on Zion. He coming down to 250. <laughs> He's gonna weigh less like than Bam. I'm telling you, boy, he gonna come out here looking like Alonzo Morning after a year or so. I'm telling you, get that boy Sheesh. to the right program and he will be a okay. But yo, man, shout out to that boy Zion because I don't like the way everybody been coming up with this narrative now about oh John Morant should have been the number one overall pick. Nobody was saying that before, so stop that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's the trick, man. When you injured, man, it's it's. It's tough because we know Zion can play. When he has played, the man is a beast. He's giving you 25 a night easy. Yeah. But like you say, like you you said it many times on this podcast, the best ability is availability. Now, right now, Zion's not available, and that's hurting his cause, man. You got your own shoe. You know, you got you got the endorsements and all that. Now you got to perform, big dog. That's you got to perform and, and earn that keep, man. Do you have hurt your, like this? It's tough. Did you get that ESPN alert? Oh, which one was that? About Brady's injury? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Look, 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 check your phone. Apparently, his pride is hurt. <laughs> Bucks suck! Hey, Woo! Hey, what a time to be alive. Hey, breaking news, y'all. I am opening up auditions for a new podcast. <laughs> so please apply at jumpthegatesports at gmail.com. All oh, applications are welcome. Just make sure you get a South Florida fan, please. Somebody that reps the crew. That's all I ask. If you're going to replace right. me, just do it with somebody that's going to rep the crew. That is very much Not somebody awesome. that grew up here but roots for a team in the same state. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's talk about my books, man. Obviously a tough loss to the Saints. And it kind of reminds me, it's it's almost like a, a, a mirror image of last year. When Tom, In fact, Tom Brady's first game in the Sanford jersey. We had all the hype coming in. Or whatever, everybody excited to see Tom in the Tampa jersey. And the Saints came in and washed us, bro. They beat the bricks off us. And funny enough, Tom threw a pick six in that game, too. So, with that in mind, like I said, when you got a good team that you know is going to be able to win games, you don't sweat midseason struggles, bro. Because you know your team can turn it around. Gronk got hurt again. 
half our team still hurt, bro. We had no AB yesterday. Gronk only played five plays. We still missing our two starting corners. So we still got a bunch of dudes hurt right now. We still, what, six and two? And going into the bye week, which gives everybody a chance to get healthy, I'm with it, bro. Now, was I, nah, I ain't going to lie. I was disappointed with how we played. I feel like we had a chance to win it at the end. You know what I'm saying? Tom was supposed to do his magic, take us down the field, get us that game winning field goal like he always does. But he threw the picks. Frustrated? Yeah. Am I Am I crying and, and sad inside? No. No, I'm good. Yeah, but again, this is what I don't understand. What What are you most disappointed in? The slapper ass offense that turned the ball over, or the defense that allowed a third string quarterback to throw all over them? Um, definitely the penalties and turnovers. We had we had penalties like a dang on high school team. On which side of the ball? Yesterday, both sides. Of the so ball. you're disappointed in both sides of the ball? Okay, good. Good. You should be. It happens, man. I don't. Be. I know you. I know you're not used to seeing this, but good teams do struggle at times. I know you're used to like full season struggles, but bro, you even good just teams have first, okay. Game. First thing, you just got good, so stop talking like you're a seasoned veteran and is having a good team. Okay, you weren't a Patriots fan this whole time, so stop calling him Tom. It's Mister Brady. You've known him for about a year. And then, you're too and familiar. Then, you're too familiar. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar. I love how, yeah, how many games yo, with Tom now. Tampa 24? Bay fans are acting like Patriots fans. It's crazy. When you're a good team, what the hell you know about being a good team? You just got good. Stop it. Hey, I'd rather just get good than content- be continuously sorry. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well, well good for you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Be happy for me because my team has just lost a terrible game and I ain't tripping. That wouldn't have happened two years ago. If this would have happened two years ago, I would have your been team, Your game like would have been you. on TV. Feeling like you. Tampa Bay. Yeah, this is never true. Even, never even on TV. This is true. No, not hey, game of the week. Everybody wants to watch Tampa Bay. Everybody wants to. Watch Everybody Tampa. wants to watch Tom Brady. What are you talking about? Stop talking about Tampa Bay. You guys are going to return to relevance as soon as he leaves. Please, hey, that's fine. stop it. That's fine. Humble that's yourself, fine. Tampa. Humble yourself. Please that's stop acting fine. like y'all are a cornerstone franchise. You guys just that's happen fine. to be in Florida. Hey, that's fine. Man. You you got to enjoy your. Tom literally right came there, down bro. here to retire. Please, please. That's fine, bro. Hey, it's the same thing with the Heat when we got Braun, bro. You enjoy the success while you got it. Let the haters hate and enjoy the success and enjoy the ride. You know it don't last forever. Nothing lasts forever. Oh, good. Jordan so you know when Brady's gone, you guys will be ass again for another 20 years. Okay. As long as oh, you it's know it, it's fine. Listen, I'm, I'm glad take, I got y'all one championship because it's not going to last. I will take two Super Bowls in 20 years versus no Super Bowls in 40 years. Any day. If you think the injury bug isn't going to bite your 40-year-old quarterback at the least opportune time. Keep but here's the thing. Keep that's that smug thing. that Listen, smug look up. Keep it up. That injury bug is looking for Tom. I know, and that's the good thing about it, because the bug has already hit us, dog. Like I said, we lost three corners. Jason Pierre Paul was hurt. AB has been hurt. Gronk has had broken ribs. Like most of our teams, our starters have been hurt, and we still winning games. Like, this is something unfathomable when we had Jameis Winston at quarterback. You know how it is. You in it right now. One player get hurt, y'all through, bro. Like I don't even know who that one player be, would be. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're in a position where we can lose multiple stars and win games. Like, I'm relishing all of that, bro. Cause I've seen I fought through all the Jameis Winston years, all five of them, and all fifty million interceptions he threw. I fought through them years before that when we had God knows who else at quarterback. I fought through all them years with mediocre Fake John Gruden, 
and his years after winning the Super Bowl with Tony Tony Dungy's players. So I'm relishing all of this stuff, bro. Yes, I'm a sellout. Yes, I'm a talk trash. Because like you said, we one hit away, one season away from being trash again. So yes, you say I'm selling out and doing all this. Yes, I'm doing the most, bro, because this don't come around often. Bro. Being good is not guaranteed. Facts. Even look at the Patriots. They lost one guy, one quarterback, and they just trash again. I don't know. They're actually on a roll right now. Yeah, but it's still mediocre. Like, ain't nobody – these ain't the Patriots are old where you like, oh, dang, Patriots won again. Like, dang, boy's good. Nah, they they average the mediocre. You know what I'm saying? They got a decent little team, but these ain't the Patriots, Patriots. Facts. So, like I said, you get on me for being on my team? Yes, I'm going to sell out and talk all the trash I need to because, hey, this get in tomorrow. Look at Kansas City. It will. Hey, look at Kansas City. They still got Pat Mahomes healthy as can be. They trash. So, yes, I'm enjoying my Tampa Bay success. Wow. We going for that. We going for that repeat, baby. AB get healthy. Gronk get your mind right. Getting our corners back. Hey, we'll be a okay. Wow. Plus, we play the Saints again. Remember, hey, check this out. If this is a if this is a forecoming of things to come, we lost to the Saints twice last year. Came back and beat them in the, in the playoffs. Beat Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Beat Patty Mahomes in the playoffs. So, hey, we got to take the L to the Saints in the seventh or eighth game of the regular season. I live with that. Y'all lost to the Saints. Are you talking about beating Aaron Rodgers, who just went and beat Kyler Murray, your favorite athletic quarterback, without his number one wide receiver? Oh, you're just brazen. You're just brazen at this point. This This is not even sports analysis anymore. This is just fandom. Out of control. What happened to your journalistic integrity? You acting like me. Well, listen, I don't root for the Arizona Cardinals. I, I like Kyler Murray, but you you can really blame that game on AJ Green, who didn't know the dog on play. I mean, if he literally just got his head around, that's a touchdown. That's game Arizona. So, but listen, we in a tough conference, man. The Rams are good. Arizona's good. Green Bay is good. Dallas is probably maybe the best team in the conference right now. Actually, no, I give it to the Rams. And the Rams got dang, got Von Miller. They just traded for Von Miller. They ain't going to have a draft pick for like five years because they're trading away everything to try to win the Super Bowl this year. So we're we in a tough conference, man. It's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out, man. But I think we'll be all right, though. I think we, once we get healthy, man, we get A.B. back, we get our offense and everybody back in, in rotation, we'll be good to go, man. The fact that we still been able to win games, like I said. Good to go home we, early in the first round of the playoffs. Damn right. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Hey, y'all, if y'all need tickets to that first playoff game, we'll hook y'all up. Because Tua, he's going to be going home early again this year. So, if he's not in Houston by then, you know, because the way it's looking right now, y'all been ready to kick that boy to the curb. And, you know, it's funny enough, I wish y'all would do it. Because guess who y'all play next week? Uh, I don't even know who we play next week. The Houston Texans. Hey. What? They they would actually put that game on TV had y'all had traded to her. Yeah, that's a fact. When do, do you want Do you want to win this game? Y'all are both one and seven. Is that a game you want to win? I want to win every game. I don't understand the question. No, I'm talking about draft status because like draft game, status. What are you talking about? First thing, my draft pick isn't even mine anymore, so that doesn't matter to me at all. Like, I don't even understand. And also, I'm not a loser. I don't tank on purpose, okay? That whole tank for Tua thing wasn't something I could control. It just happened. Uh, and then he got okay. hurt and happened to slip. I would have loved to get Joe Burrow, though. Whew, that boy's playing pretty all right, isn't he? 
Yeah, yeah, that boy is nice, man. And I think what helped him is getting that boy Jamar Chase from LSU. Remember the debate everybody was having uh, about Jamar Chase versus Devontae Smith? And look where we at now. Oh, that's not fair. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is the coldest wide receiver, rookie wide receiver in the league right now. I think if you traded Devontae, those two out, their numbers would be about the same. One of them is suffering through Jalen Hurts, who got benched mm. on his own college team, much less. Yeah, no, that's not fair. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that kind of goes to my point, man. I think it matters what what team a player goes to, man. Because I think that I think that we talked about this before. Teams like Cleveland, right, who are constantly kind of in that top ten draft pick status, always getting these elite players in the first round, first overall. But yeah, they still end up trash. Same thing with Detroit, <laughs> constantly trash. Like, it matters what team you go to, bro. It really does at this point. Because, like you said, Jamar Chase uh, went to Cincinnati. Obviously, Cincinnati's a team that they ain't been great, but they've been a, a, you know, they've been a decent squad. They had all them good years with Ocho Cinco and Carson Palmer uh, running the offense and stuff. But then again, you got a team like Cleveland. You got a team like Detroit who had Calvin Johnson and Matt Stafford for all those years and literally nothing to show for it. Maybe like one playoff appearance. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it matters what team you go to, man. The situation matters. Look at Lamar. You, I, I, I stand by this firmly. If Lamar would have went to like Cleveland or Detroit, we would have never heard of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he'd be done by now. So speaking of quarterbacks and situation, which one do you think is the best one for Cam right now? Because there's a lot of vacancies at quarterback. Oh, man. I think New Orleans is definitely the fit. With Jameis being out for the season with the with the torn ACL, it's sad to see that for Jameis because, you know, even though I didn't want him to be our quarterback no more, I think, you know, I still got love for Jameis. Um, sad to see that for him, but I think that would be a good situation for Cam. Um, I, I, you can see Sean Payton is that dude as an offensive play caller to be able to come in and put your third-string quarterback and still win a game against a legit Super Bowl contending team. I would want Cam in that offense. But the question is, is, is do they want Cam? I think if they were smart, they would get him because, again, you can't teach 6'5 and 250 with a rocket arm and still able to run and pick up good yards. But Now, do you think it's disrespectful or just overt racism why Philip Rivers is getting talked about to fill that position? Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers. Yeah, I don't know who dragged that one out the mud, but yeah, that that's that's dead to me. If they sign Philip Rivers, bro, they might as well bring Drew Brees back at that point. That's fair. I mean, dang, Philip Rivers coached high school ball. Why would you? His season like just his season just ended at six and three, and you know I only know that because it's real talk. Wow. And you know I'm not yeah. on any social media, so if I know that it's real, like when I know about something, it's real. <laughs> That's yeah. They need to dead that dog. That you know what that reminds me of when the Dolphins basically begged Jay Cutler to come out of retirement. Yeah, I was very upset about that too. I was like, yo, he was never good, right? And they paid him ten million dollars to beg him to come from the um, Fox Sports booth, all to put up trash numbers and to throw. I would have been happier with Tony Romo at that point. I mean, he couldn't couldn't have gotten worse at that point, but. At least people like Tony Romo. Nobody seemed to really like Jay Cutler. Fair enough. But um, all right. So with that in mind, who is the? We are almost at the halfway point of the season because it's seventeen games, so it's no true like halfway point. But who's the best team in the league right now? 
We got some good choices. Oh, uh, the, Rams. The, the Rams if they sign Von Miller. I'm sorry. That's that's it right there for me. If the Rams get Von Miller, it's Rams, hands down. Really no discussion. Like just because all we can do because football is so sporadic and it's so week to week and it's so injury ridden, uh, it's so uh, home field advantage dependent. Like there's just so many factors that go into into football that like literally the Chiefs could be sitting at under 400 and still be considered one of the best teams. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just the way the ball bounces, the way the flag gets thrown, like all that type of stuff comes into it. Every throw every cliche at it. So you really just have to look at roster construction when you're doing this because there's, you know what I mean, unless you're going to lay out bye weeks and matchups and, and all that type of stuff and, and weather components and which quarterbacks can throw and which teams can run in the division when it gets cold. Like, unless you're going to get into the analytics that deep, and I don't work for Vegas, so I'm not, I just got to look at a team like the, the the Rams and be like, if they get Vaughn Miller, it's a wrap. Um, I'm very encouraged by the Cowboys, who I've loved to make fun of over my lifetime, and not because I have anything personal against them, but just because Cowboy fans are just the worst. It's like, if you just, if you're a legitimate, like, homer, like, you just love your home team, and you don't really care about sports beyond just the love of your home team, then you hate teams like the Yankees, who just seem to think they're better than everybody else, and the Cowboys, who seemingly don't deserve it, but think they're better than everybody else. What are, the, what are the most hated teams in every sport? Let me see. I think it's the Cowboys for football, the Yankees for baseball, the Knicks oh, for the basketball. Lakers. You know what? Yeah, I would say the, the Lakers are the most hated team maybe, but I would say the Knicks fan base is probably the most hated because they get – the Knicks get a little bit good and their fans go crazy. Yeah, bro. crazy, crazy. So – I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, I guess we could throw up the Lakers or the Knicks either way. Um, Celtics could, could probably be in that mix a little bit too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would probably have to go off of roster construction and just say that I'm rocking with the with, with the Rams in that sense. Uh, but like I said, I'm very encouraged by the fact that the Cowboys were able to win with a backup quarterback. That speaks volumes for your team construction. And the, the team they played was really not even that terrible either. I mean, the Vikings aren't a great team, but – but also, you know, not a bad team. So, like, you would feel like if, if somebody pressed you and was like, you know, house on the line, savings account on the line, you know, you'd probably be like, well, let me just stick with the, the, the Vikings on this one because I don't want to, I don't, I don't even know the backup quarterback for the Cowboys at all. Like, they kept talking about fam, and I, oh, no, I don't know what school he went to. Like, I don't know where he came from. I don't know what he looks like because I didn't watch the game. Like, you could show me a picture of him right now, and I wouldn't be able to tell. So probably, like, I got to go with, with the Cowboys as a close number two. For some reason, the Packers, man, damn. It's like, Aaron, when you just have that Aaron Rodgers guy, it just feels like you're supposed to win every game. Like, it just feels like you're supposed to win every game. And it feels almost like he's due for a Super Bowl. Like, I, I know it's that's a crazy thing to say, and I don't have any real reason. But for some reason, man, the Packers just always hang in there. They always seem like a good team every year or so. Shout out to them and their sustained, sustained success. And I really hope that Jordan Love gets a chance to play one day. That's his name, right, Jordan Love? Because mm-hmm. I, love I would love to see what a guy like that would flourish like in a system like that. When I say system, I don't mean offensive system. I mean like like a, like a, a franchise. Like mm-hmm. I, I would love to see a, a, a black uh, quarterback at a cornerstone franchise like Green Bay Packers. I don't think we've seen that. I mean Lamar at the, at the Ravens with look at what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? We don't mm-hmm. we don't really get too many opportunities to be on those well run organizations. So 
Well, you got you got that with Dallas. You could argue Dallas is a at least Dallas. Oh no 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 no! That's not even an argument. You're absolutely right. I just forgot about him, and he's a good example mm-hmm. because look at how well he's doing. So yes, you're right. Yeah, like that's just another great example of it. So yeah, but yeah, man, come so on. So with that in mind, with that in mind, I got I got this question for you. Do you think Tua would be performing better on one of those, like you said, marquee franchises? Let's say Tua was in Green Bay or something like that, and no Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. You think Tua would be better with a better run franchise? Let's say. To be honest with you, I just don't really believe in Alabama quarterbacks like that. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like the the, the how do you say it? the the talent disparity is just so great over there that I just feel like you. Tua's waiting to throw guys. Tua's waiting for guys to get open to throw it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the skill set to throw guys open. So when people talked about his accuracy, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks could probably take any football and hit a standing still tree, you know, hit it mm-hmm. right on the branch every time. Like, a lot of cool drills and stuff. Like yeah, that. you know what I mean? Like if your offensive line is protecting you and you have, if you throw from a clean pocket a lot and you get to throw to elite, talent a lot then you know obviously your numbers are going to look good and maybe he might be one of the best Alabama quarterbacks of all time but that just doesn't translate he's small he's left-handed he's injury prone his arm is 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 weak so yeah I don't really think that he would like I don't know what his ceiling would be like at another franchise but yeah I'm willing to bet that he would you know be a better quarterback if he was in a better franchise in a better situation I mean do I think he could you could plug him in where Kyler Murray is, and he would succeed as well. I don't think so. I don't think he has that mm-hmm. athleticism. Uh, I don't feel like there's any quarterback I could replace in the league, and Tua would would do just as well. Because mm-hmm. you know? the reason I bring that point up is uh, the the prime example is the guy uh, got his name that good, Matt Jones in New England. Obviously, rookie quarterback from Alabama, of course, and he's got the Patriots right here at four and four, so they're five hundred, you know, decent team or whatever. And he's playing. He seems like you know. He seems like a legit you know starter in this league at this point. And he's you. You would assume he's only going to get better. And he's kind of in a similar situation to Tua, where New England doesn't really have like stars on their offense, right? They've never been that team except for that one year with Randy Moss. What do you bring? Just that dog in at wide receiver or tight end, or speaking of Gronk as well. So that's the reason I asked that. You see what Mac Jones is doing with limited talent. And I wonder if you could make the same case for Tua. I think, the, what another Jones, guy. I think what Mac Jones is doing is is a lot more based on Mac Jones and his skill set, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. If I'm being honest with you. I don't think that, you know, Tua would be as good as Mac Jones in, in that franchise, but he'd be better than he is right now. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's just—he's just not that guy, bro. No matter which franchise you put him on, he's just not that guy. But yes, he'd be better if he didn't have to play for the Dolphins. I got you. I got you. There's one more guy I want to bring up before we uh, move on to NBA stuff. Who I think, again, case case in point, a guy that's playing for maybe the wrong franchise, and that's my guy Odell Beckham up in Cleveland. So Sunday they played. Uh, I forget who they played. Don't matter. It's the Browns. Um, they played, but Odell had one catch for six yards on one target. No, two, excuse me, two targets. That's unacceptable if he's supposed to be one of the top. They lost to the Steelers 10, 10 to 15. Yeah, they lost to the Steelers. The Steelers seem to have mind control over the Browns because no matter how good the Browns are supposed to be, the Steelers always seem to find a way to beat them. So. But there's another guy, Odell Beckham, who 
you could argue he was with the wrong franchise. Obviously, he had all the success with the Giants and Eli and them, and then since he's gotten to Cleveland, he's basically nothing. His his career in Cleveland reminds me of what happened when Randy Moss went to Oakland all those years back. Where it's kind of like, oh, everybody's saying he washed now because he's on a bad team. And I think I'm of the opinion that if you put Odell on a decent squad, he gonna go right back to being a player we expected him to be. What you said, man? I completely disagree, only from the standpoint that I don't think that Cleveland isn't a decent squad. You don't think Cleveland's a decent squad? Now, here's the thing. If you said that they weren't elite, they weren't great, we'd still have to argue, but I would I would be more understanding. But to say they're not a decent squad, I think is crazy. Like, I can't get no. on board with that. I feel like Cleveland is underachieving. And I say that because we can name their starters on offense. They got Mayfield at quarterback. They got Jarvis Landry, who saw we saw what he did in Miami. Mm-hmm. They got Odell. They got gangster tight ends. They got the tight end from Miami there in Joku. They got two running backs, Kareem Hunt and the kid from uh, Georgia. I Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah, guy, so you got yeah. two pretty good running backs. And you got a solid defense with Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney as your edge rushers. And his team is what? Four and four? What are you looking at? It don't matter what their record is. They're definitely underachieving. That's, that, they're, that well, yeah, they're four and four. They're in last place in the NFC North at this point. And they lo- obviously lost to Pittsburgh yesterday. So that's what, I, that's what I mean by, like, with certain franchises. Like, if you put – if you give Cleveland's roster to, I don't know, to Green Bay, Green Bay is going to be one of the best teams in the league. I don't even feel like you had to go that far to this – Steelers, Mike yeah, Mike exactly. Mike Tomlin would absolutely win the Super Bowl with that team. Exactly, without question. And we see that because we see what they do with less talent. You, they got old fifty million year old Ben Roethlisberger back there with his broke body. They got who was their running back? I don't know because it's nobody relevant. They don't have no wide receivers besides Juju, and Juju ain't all that. And here you got Cleveland with Pro Bowls at wide receivers, studs at tight end. You got a decent quarterback. You got two pretty good running backs, a great defense, and you're average. You're below, they're mediocre. So that's why I say if you gave that team to Pittsburgh, you gave that team to Baltimore, that team would be the top of the division, 7-1 and one type vibe. So that's why I say a, t- a player like Odell, they need to just trade him, man. Cut him loose, send him to a team that, that competes, man. Because you hate, I hate to see good talent wasted like that. I don't feel like – I feel like Odell's had his struggles. Like, it's part of that is probably his fault, but – I feel like if you put him on a decent team like Kansas City or something like that, cool. I feel like, yeah, exactly. See, just the thought of it was like, ooh, 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 catching pass from Pat Mahomes. Like, there's no way a receiver that good should only be getting like one, two targets a game. Double yeah, coverage or not, you still throw him the ball, give him a chance to make plays. You feel me? So, yeah. I just feel like teams like that just waste talent. Like, we, I talked about Detroit. It's teams like that that can t- perpetually lose. It's because they waste talent. They know how to take it. They don't know how to maximize the, t- the talent they have. Okay, so. that's fair. But that's but yeah, that's my spiel. That's my spiel. So let's switch it up a little bit. Let's let's before we slide into NBA talk, and you know I'm ready. I love the NBA talk, especially with my heater rolling the way they are. I just want to mm-hmm. encourage everybody to watch Cal- Colin Kaepernick's special on Netflix. Fire. Oh, good plug, good plug. What's the name of that special, sir? Uh, I will get it for you later. I wasn't prepared for you to ask me the name of it. I just know. That. No, I think it's, it's Colin in black and white. Sure there we go. Colin, there we go. Yeah. 
Good job on the flood, boy. You sound like you're getting paid for this, boy. Good job. Yo, you know what? And I'm not. So just know when I suggest something, it's a good watch. <laughs> That's legit, man. You make sure you check it out. I got to check it out myself, man. Oh, speaking of that, since we're doing plugs, y'all know what it is. So when we started this last year on Instagram Live, when it was Jump the Gate Live, we were doing um, our reviews on Insecure. So we are definitely going to bring that back with the fifth and final season coming back to the street. So we're already two episodes in. So by the time we record this next podcast, the third episode will probably be out. So look for us to bring back our Insecure reviews and it's definitely going to be some fun, man. We had some fun with it last year, and I'm looking forward to bringing it back for y'all. So let's keep the ball rolling. Switching gears, we're going to the NBA. The Heat, baby. We back, bro. We back. <laughs> hey, them boys sitting pretty at, what, 5-1 and one now? Yes, sir. Man, it's, it's kind of funny, man. It seems like Kyle Lowry has been the perfect fit. And it's funny, when we were talking this all season, when the news came out, we saw Kyle Lowry. It was like, Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry, like, we couldn't get Dane Lillard, we couldn't get this dude, couldn't get that dude, and yet it seems to be working out almost perfectly for the Heat so far. He's been a perfect fit for the offense, He's bring he brings you an element that Goran Drazer didn't have, which is that tenaciousness on defense. He's not going to give you 20 a night, I feel like he could if he really tried, he'd probably give you 15 points, you know, maybe two steals. Five rebounds, you know, seven, eight assists, or whatever it may be. But he's brought a real stability to that offense, including allowing Tyler Hero to go back to the bench and absolutely cook. Cook. Yes, sir. Boy, been eating, boy. Literally eating on the court and eating off of him because the boy looking way bigger. Yes, sir. Boy, looking like he's been in that weight room. So shout out no, to No, he Tyler just looked like he's not 19 anymore, really. <laughs> we That's just. He getting some grown man strength now, huh? That's all it is, man. We just be too quick to jump on them young boys, man. Well, I said, well, you know, he is a dad now. He got he got the baby mama now, so that, I'm sure that played into it too. Oh yes, sir. I'm happy for grown that boy. man business, grown man business. But yeah, I'm liking what he's doing. Uh, we thrashed Milwaukee, thrashed Brooklyn in the past couple weeks. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for this team, man. The East is. We know you would know Jonas is gonna bring it, but the East man, it, it's wide open right now outside of Milwaukee. You know, Philly's up in the air. Uh, who else? Atlanta. You know, they, they still Milwaukee is, is is out. Of, what do you mean outside of Milwaukee? I feel like Milwaukee's still gonna get that number one seed. Oh well, they're they far of, from it right now. But I hear you. I feel like yeah, I feel like they'll wake up and, and without looking at it, where's Milwaukee ranked right now in the East? As far as. You want actual standings or just how actual? Good, I think no are. actual standings. Oh, let me let me check it out here. You know we like to have facts on. No, this. I'm saying just take a guess without looking at it. Just take a guess. Oh, without looking, without looking, I will say I know they're kind of off. I know they started out slow. They're probably like what eighth or ninth in the conference. Eleventh. Eleventh. That's pretty bad. I mean, I, obviously it's early and they're not going to stay down there. But I'm just saying though, even on a guess when I'm making you guess and I know you're going to lowball it, you still were far off. The, mm-hmm. Like eight nine is like oh fringe playoff team eleven is like lottery pick like <laughs> right, right, right. you feel me like but obviously it's not gonna stay that they're they're three and four one game below four hundred they'll pick it up they had to run into a heat buzzsaw yeah the 
he gave him that work. I was very impressed with that with that victory, man. That one or the Nets one? Which one was more impressive? Uh, both of them, I would say. Hmm. I would lean towards the Milwaukee one because they they beat the brakes off us in that playoff series. So for us to kind of set the tone and be like, listen, we're going to take y'all boy, we're going to take P.J. Tucker from you, and we're going to come beat the brakes off you with him. That was kind of a statement. Yeah, yeah. It was I, think Bro- I, th- I think Brooklyn is, is human without Kyrie because you don't have that legit third scorer. So they're they're going to be kind of a middle of the road playoff team at this point, and you gonna you have to expect or anticipate injuries from that team because that's what history tells you. So Harden's probably going to maybe miss some games. KD's going to miss you know several games. So the Nets, I think the Nets psychologically are messed up because of Kyrie. Because when you expect when a guy is healthy and not playing, that messes you up. This one thing: if a guy gets hurt and can't play, it's like all right, he hurt. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be back. We're going to be good. But when a guy is voluntarily not playing, that's not something you can really account for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that affects you as a team because it's frustrating. Because you, you think about every loss, like if you lose a game by five or if you lose a game by this much, in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, dang, if this Negro would have just been playing, we'd have been good right now. Absolutely, so that, yeah. So that frustration starts to mount up. And you can you can kind of tell if you listen to the interviews with, with Katie and um, – and Harden, they frustrated, dog. They tired of being asked about this dude who at home chilling because he don't want to get this shot. Yeah, well, so, he, he, he picked him. He picked yeah, him. this is true. They, and they I, made that bet, so they got to lie in it now. We, you got to know what you're getting when you hang out with Kyrie. This is true. I know K, KD feel like a sucker because, like you said, they, they planned this. It wasn't like, oh, they traded for Kyrie type thing. Like, no, they talked this out and said, hey, bro, let's run it in Brooklyn. That's it, yeah. So this is it. That'd be like, hey, that'd be like me and you going to play ball at the court, and I show up, I'm ready to play, and you show up like, nah, bro, I'm good. Like, right, what? We here? Don't you mean they trying to play? Like, yeah. we drove all the way out here, the freaking Coral Springs, and we ain't gonna play? Like, no. Yeah, that would be awful. Facts. No, that's a fact. At the end of the day, man, what's most important is the Heat are rolling. We won the other night. Without Bam Adebayo, come on, man, talk to the people. Yeah, beat beat uh, Memphis, correct? Beat Memphis Grizzlies. That's right. And, that's right. And man. right now, you know who the uh, the the lead is for MVP? Who's that? Jimmy Butler, Deuce Deuce, twenty two himself. Uh, and you know, 22. and you know who's sitting there at number six, just outside the top five? Gotta be Bam. Gotta be Bam. Talk to the people, man. They want to hear Heat talk. Heat talk. Heat talk. Yeah, very impressive, man. Very impressive. You got Tyler Hero as a legit candidate for sixth man of the year already. I mean, I know this is all early, but I got to give flowers while while they're growing right now. I got to. Picking them early. Shout out to that boy, Tyler, because he's balling. Duncan Robinson has been in a shooting slump, and we've still been rattling off these wins. He just got out of it that game with Bam out. Um, like you said, with Kyle Lowry and his new contribution, uh, P.J. Tucker bringing toughness. Uh, Morris, who I always say because I don't know if it's more Keith Marquis or his brother Marcus. Marcus, I don't know which one of them, but one of them. One of the Morris twins. That's why I say one of them boys. Shout out to one of them boys. You know what I'm saying? Balling. Uh, so yeah, man, it's been it's been a great start to the season, and I'm excited, man. I, I'm I'm thinking I got championship aspirations, man. I'm not scared to say it. Yo, you just routed all players. I just realized we got goons on this team. Goons. 
Like straight goons. And let me like, tell you something. They ain't even trying not, to score. We just gonna rush you, you up, dog. Dead Deadman. Goon. Goon. Yo, yeah. Max Strauss, a, a name that nobody outside of Miami knows. Let me tell you something. I don't even. I can't even say why. Cause I don't even know where that boy from. I don't even know. I gotta look it up before I say something that may not be true. But he's right. definitely not a brother. Let's put it like that. That boy had a chase down block the other day. I see now. I said, oh, no. When you got the three-point shooter chasing you down like that, sorry. Team full of dogs sitting Team in the kennel. Wild dogs, African dogs out here hunting. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I love my team right now. We got the perfect blend of shooting and defense. I sent you that picture where it's like everybody right now is just rolling with the heat and falling in love with the roster. And it's like, oh, by the way, 305 miles below the Heat Arena is Victor Oladipo chilling in a chamber yeah, cell, right. just on wow, ice, bro. just waiting. Just You're waiting. absolutely right, bro. You said that to me, and I still forgot about Oladipo, man. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, because he hasn't played in the Heat uniform enough, even when he was healthy. He got injured so quickly. It's like, yo, if we can get that dude back and work him into any kind of shape where he's just serviceable, He's just serviceable. He's he's just barely outside the the playoff rotation, bro. We're we're a monster team. Like, where if he can just be a piece you insert here and there in a series to just figure something out real quick. Oh my gosh! Imagine him and Tyler Hero coming off the bench. Yeah, or like you said, maybe you, you can start him if you wanted to. Man, you got a lot of options, man. I know Spo. He's not going to do that right away. Even if he starts mm-hmm. him, he's going to be working very limited minutes, and he's not going to want to disrupt the flow of what we got going on right now. So I'm not even looking for him to start, bro. I, like I said, just imagine him coming off the bench with Tyler Hero, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's the lineup for you. Bro. That's a whole problem. That's a whole problem. Yeah, I'm impressed with it because the starting lineup you got now, you essentially got four dogs on defense and Duncan Robinson. So now you can afford to leave. You can afford to leave Duncan out there now because you got four dogs that can play. Why you, you did Duncan like that? What was that shot for? Me, bro, I just saw the. I just looked at our starters one day and I was like, let me see who they're running with. I saw Kyle Lowry, dog. I saw Jimmy, dog. Bam, dog. PJ Tucker, dog. Duncan Robinson. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. So we gonna stash Duncan on the wing in the <laughs> yeah. corner there. And Duncan Curry, Duncan, go hard. Duncan is is Steph Curry in that lineup. Yeah, boy, you provide shooting it, and nothing on defense. That's it, man. That's it. So great strategy by soldiers. All right, we know Duncan. This is what Duncan gonna be. So we just gonna put some dogs around him, so we can leave him out there and not afford, for, not have to have him be a liability. Facts. So I'm all the way with it, man. But yeah, I'm excited for the Heat, man. They got some really good games coming up too. I was just looking at the schedule. So you got the Celtics coming up. You know, obviously Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Oh, it's gonna be tough. They got uh, Luka Doncic tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So it'd be interesting to see what he does. They got uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, the Jazz are five and one as well. They off to a good start. Then they got the MVP, Nikola Jokic, and of course, to top it all off, LeBron and them's coming to town on November tenth, uh, that next Wednesday. So they got some really good games coming up, man. So, so it'd be interesting to see how they do with these different tests. Yes, sir. Keep, keep it up, man. Uh, Miami needs some positive sports news. You see what's going on with the Raggedy Dolphins. You see the Hurricanes trying to turn it up a little bit, but they still only 4-4. Four four. So shout out to them, though, getting wins over uh, ranked teams in back-to-back weeks, at least trying to do something in the season. So shout out to them Hurricanes, man. 
not a not a full time hater with the Hurricanes, man. I just wish we had a better better coach, but it is what it is. Better it is. better roster, especially a QB. Better stadium, yeah. Oh no 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 no! You ain't been watching, man. We got a little uh, the dude they got coming off the bench. So I'll give him his love too. Tyler Van Dyke. He looks like uh, my boy Ra- Michael Rappaport from. Um, oh my from gosh! I already know who you talking about. Yeah. Yeah, look him up. He looked just like Michael Rappaport, bro. Look okay, but up. White Man Can't Jump had like I think it was Woody Allen was in that one. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, Michael Rappaport and Woody Harrelson. He looks like a combination of those. What's his name? Let me look him up. I'll tell you who he looks like. What's his name? Tyler Van Dyke. Oh my Tyler gosh, that's his name. Oh yeah, look. Yep. He can't. He can't be good. He's from Glastonbury, Connecticut. No, he's been cooking these past like three, four weeks, bro. Putting up Tom Brady numbers out here, throwing for three, four hundred yards. Yeah, three, four touchdowns. He looks like Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You were you were right about the name, just what wrong about what movie he was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew it, man. He looked just like him. In fact, it's weird because he's only like twenty years old. He looked like a thirty year old man. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's the red beard makes everybody look mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. But no, dude's been cooking, bro. Absolutely cooking the last four weeks. He balled against Pittsburgh, a ranked team, week before he balled against NC State, so that's kind of been a, a, a shining light in what's been a dull season. Because obviously we lost to Eric King to start a quarterback early on. So oh, he's terrible. Get him out of here forever. Yeah, to have your second string come in and just start doing work is terrible. man. That guy's terrible. So, so whether we uh whether we keep Manny Diaz or not, at least the new coach can come in. Oh man, he's out of there. With. He's out of there. He's terrible. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't bank on that yet. If he's Manny terrible. wins out, I think they'll keep him. He's terrible though. Yeah, but if he wins out, you can say the team was keep uh, competing and fighting. I think they'll keep him, but we shall see, man. We shall see. And this concludes the rest of the year's Canes talk. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be back, man. But we'll see. We'll see. We might. We'll be back on talking about the Canes. Either a the coach gets fired or this team makes the ACC championship. It's two extremes right there. But that is it for our sports talk. Thank you all for tuning in to the show. And we will be back next week to talk some Insecure. I'm so excited about it, man, because we had a lot of fun doing that last year on IG Live. So we're going to talk about that next week. But in the meantime, thank you all for tuning in to this episode. If you haven't already, I'm a little disappointed. But go ahead and like the show, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff on whatever app you listen to us to. And once again, thank you for tuning in, and God bless. We will catch you on the next go. So send us home, man. Tampa Bay Buccaneers suck. Dolphins on the come up. What a great weekend. I love y'all. Don't let Michael edit this. Stop lying to people. That's definitely getting cut out. Tampa's the third best team in Florida. Y'all be good. We'll holler at y'all. Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.